You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone, and a happy December. Yes, you heard it right. It is December because I like to make a running start into the new year. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm Deborah Eckerling. I'm author of the award-winning Your Goal Guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals, and founder of The Deb Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. And I am all about helping you figure out what you want and how to get it. And because it is December and we've started the new year, all of my topics this month are designed to help you start 2022 now. And to get what you want, you need to know what you want. And when you can make it visual, when you can see what you want, it's even more powerful. And so today we are talking about visualization. And I have a wonderful panel today for this conversation. I have Stephanie Castillo. I should practice this before. Stephanie Castillo, who is an intimacy and relationship coach and mentor. And I have Dahlia Dasho, who is a speaker and coach and also creativity consultant guru type. And my friend Tanya Sterl is back and she is stylist to the stars and the future stars, for lack of a better word, right? She's all about helping you embrace the who you wanna be and that's part of looking the part of the future you want. Uh, and thank you all so much for joining me today. I am now going to let you introduce yourselves. And Stephanie, let's start with you. Welcome. Please share who you are, where you're from, and why you are here. Yes. All right. I am Stephanie. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be talking about visualization visual, visualization today. Um, I am an intimacy and relationship mentor. And some people are like, what is that? Well, I help people with their assertive communication, courageously setting boundaries and enhancing their self-control in their relationships and in their communication. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to talk more about strengthening your communication today and how that enhances the, the your ability to visualize what you want your life to be. And I think communication, well, it's the basis. You can't communicate, then really, what do you have? Uh, I think it's the basis for so many different things. So I am really happy to have you here to join in the conversation. And Halia, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Please share who you are, why you're here, and anything else you think is necessary. <laughs> um, I am um, a 
coach and a speaker, I love talking about the inner work around things like procrastination and um, imposter syndrome, but actually my secret sauce is creativity uh, because I f believe that being creative on a regular basis can really help us strengthen so much in so many ways, uh, make it help us be more flexible, help us visualize what we want, help us give us the expanding possibilities of thought to allow for more options to come in. So that's the secret sauce I put on everything I do. Excellent. So we've got communications, we have creativity, and we have style. So Tanya, <laughs> good to see you. Hi, so nice to be here. Um, so as a personal stylist, I like to call myself the style strategist, because my approach to styling an individual is to get to know them, their current role, those future goals, and then how are they going to dress in a way that's going to magnetize more ideal clients, more opportunities, be seen as that expert leader they truly are. So I like to refer to myself as the style strategist because it is about getting clear and visualizing, right? Visualizing uh, where we want to go, whether it's an ideal job, uh, you know, ideal speaking engagement, um, increasing your visibility on LinkedIn, marketing, all that good stuff. So I'm a very goal-driven uh purpose-driven uh, stylist because I want my clients to basically live their lives to the fullest by fully expressing themselves through their style. That's perfect. And I'm guessing the background with the vision boardy things yeah. is not an accident. <laughs> yeah, this is this has been up all year. This is about to change because my own personal vision boards will change. I do a vision board for uh, my goals but I also do a separate vision board uh, for vision for my own style and how it aligns with my goals. And that's where I start with my clients as well. And, and it really is so important because especially as coaches, consultants, what we all are, we, we really need to take on ourselves. It's not just about helping other people. It's about stepping into our authenticity, uh, our mission, and what it represents visually, what it represents, but also what we represent as ourselves visually out into the world. That made sense, right? Yes, it did. Oh, good. I'm so happy. I love it when I make <laughs> sense. It's always a win kind of a day. So let, let's start with the basic question, which is why is visualization so important? And I think we'll start with you on this one, Tanya. Yes. Yeah, so we're amongst, you know, business owners here, experts, speakers, um, authors. And so I believe for each and every one, one of us, I don't know your own individual journeys. Um, but for me, visualizing my dream career, visualizing the form that my work would be taking, visualizing the ideal clients, these amazing women that I get to style, all that comes with the the visualization of what is it, right? What what is the form? What is the form we want our work to take? What is that purpose? What is that passion? And honestly, me personally, I've always been a visual person. I grew up creative. I used to sew and make my own clothes. I'd make two Halloween costumes so I could go out trick or treating twice. Um, magazines in the nineties, I lived by the magazines, paging through like Linda Evangelista was my supermodel hero. 
Um, so even before I knew like what visualization was or what vision boards were, I was always doing a version of that, like as a teenager through high school and college um, with mood boards, you know, being a fashion designer, we create our collections through mood boards. So I think, um, you know, I don't know who said it first, but you've got to see it to be it. And it's just in my nature to visualize myself speaking in front of a large audience or visualizing myself, you know, in Paris or visualizing the photo shoot or so I just am a very visual person. I know other people are more write it down on a list. Um, and I've, I've read some pretty fabulous books over the years on visualization. So yeah, I think it comes down to, again, I don't know who said it first, but you have to see it to be it. And that's where I think the visualization is, is a very powerful tool. I so agree. And I was saying this in the Twitter chat last night. So the D and the dev method is determine your mission. And the first phase of the D is visualization. So it's to get what you want. You need to know what you want. And when you see it, it makes it that much more powerful. So that is obviously my take and why I like to start the new year out with this topic because it's not just where we're gonna be at in the next month, three months, six months. We want to visualize the perfect future and the perfect year ahead. And that is really the first step. And Stephanie and Holly, you are both nodding. So I'm gonna let Stephanie <laughs> share her take on the importance of visualization next. Thank you. So I'm going to go right off of what Tanya had to say. Tanya, right? <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to make sure I did that correctly. Here's the thing. We don't see words in our head. We don't see words in black and white when we're when we're thinking through things. We see pictures that are usually very vivid and colorful. Uh, and when we're communicating with each other, we see our version of their words and they see their version of their words. So communicating together to try to see what the actual pictures are that are attached to these words. For example, earlier I was talking about diet. So there's diet of just what you actually eat, and then there's diet of going on a diet, right? So there's two very different vivid images of one word, and that's based on who you're talking to, figuring out, like, what are you actually talking about here? Um, and so you know how parents and couples struggle with saying what's on their mind and, and not actually expressing themselves? Well, what's coming out of that is uh, underneath that is their wants and desires that are being unheard, unmet and, and unexpressed. And so they have clear images around what they're expecting and what they're wanting. They're just not communicating it clearly, which is a very important process to the visualization process. Uh, you know, we, we got to get those images out of our head and out into the world, whether it be through paper, communication with others, um, not paper, but vision boarding, you know, all the different ways we have to express ourselves uh, in, in with the world, with ourselves and with others. Absolutely. I keep thinking of crossword puzzles because the clues can mean like five different things. And at the beginning of when, when I started puzzling, it was always like one thing. And now it's like, oh, it can be five different answers. So I really got the visual of visualization really hit home. So thank you for that, Stephanie. And to Halia, what do you think? Why do you think um, visualization is so important? 
Before I started doing this coaching that I'm doing now, I was working with a methodology called Lego Serious Play, and people would use Legos to build their ideas. And it was actually really, really powerful. I brought this into businesses, and it would help in conversation for somebody to hold their idea in the mo- their Lego model so they wouldn't have to hold it in their head. They could hold it in this object in front of them, which made more space for them to be able to listen. And then other people could listen with their eyes and see what the other person was talking about based on the, the model that was, that was there. So uh, and I also found that people were able to come up with bigger and more complex, more interesting solutions by building things than they were just by like repeating the stories that we already know or the 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 lines that we've already said before so taking the time to to really not just uh say well this is an image i've i seen in a magazine and this is so this represents what i want there's absolutely nothing wrong with that i'm not saying <laughs> like i do it i do that all the time i like that's what i want i want to be speaking on stage like that person i want to be wearing the dress like that person but there's also some benefit to being able to say well what in all of the infinite possibility in the world how do i figure out what it is that i i do want and so being able to have that sort of creative and uh, unformed space to be able to form something out of it and to make something new uh, that that hasn't been seen before. And we can make it fit us exactly rather than trying to fit ourselves into something that already exists. I love that. And part of why I love it is we're, we're in a virtual room full of women who basically created our own niches within our industries. So it's the definition of disruption. See what you have to offer the world and what can you create to benefit the world. And what so you mentioned Lego, <laughs> Lego series play, which I think is awesome because who wouldn't want to do play with Legos in a way to communicate. And it really ties into what Stephanie is talking about as well. But what other techniques and tools do you use and or recommend to visualize? A lot of what I do is based around creativity games. So um I find that it's often difficult to create from nothing, but if we can start setting up some parameters and we can start combining things in new and different ways that haven't ever been done before, and that is a much more, you know, you can, you can make something that really fits you perfectly. So sometimes it's brainstorming and then taking the pieces of the brainstorm and trying to fit them together, or it could, you know, I do a lot of games that allow for expansive divergent thinking so that you can come up with more and more and more and more ideas. And then um, and you don't judge any of them at, until you've gotten them all out on uh, in front of you. And then you can start trying to figure out which ones feel like they would work and which ones have parameters around that would be more difficult. And, um, but just uh, the practicing that divergent thinking on a regular basis, I think helps when you end up in a situation when you need it to, to have that muscle more, more well-developed. Practice does make better. It's like with writing, the more you do it, the better you become. Same thing with creativity, same thing with visualization. Uh, and Hanya, what, what about you? I'm sure you have lots of ideas and thoughts on techniques and tools. Yeah. So what's, what's interesting with um, how I use visualization with my clients as well is um, in two, I would say in two really strong ways. One, 
before we're doing creative direction for their photo shoots because we want to make sure that what they're wearing, jewelry, props, colors, background, that that all works together, right? So that's what we call creative direction. So I love using Pinterest to create a visual story for, you know, because each and every person has such a unique take on their own personal brand, what they want to express through these images. It could be bold. It could be sophisticated. It could be adventurous, right? Each one of those has a very different visual. Um, so I definitely use uh, the tool of Pinterest boards to create the visuals. And then it also becomes, it, it's a tool that can become a dialogue between me and the client because we can talk about locations. Do you want to buy water or a bridge or Paris or a museum? Right. But to actually then see it, then the client can also see it and say, oh, that color or that location lights me up or, oh, I hate purple. Can, like, can we not do purple? Right. Like, so what's beautiful about it is I, you know, it becomes that conversation uh, piece. So I do use it in creative direction when I style uh, my clients for uh, their photo shoots, their personal branding photo shoots, their headshots. And then also when an individual comes to me because it's time to change their style, elevate their style, evolve their style, right? We as business owners and entrepreneurs, I don't know how many times you've you've had to pivot in the last two years, but we've all been like, pivot, pivot, pivot. Um, so I do a deep dive questionnaire, getting to know their purpose, their passion, uh, their goals, and then how they want to be seen. What are those defining words? Again, bold, confident, playful, creative, serious, whatever those words are. And then I take that and from what they write through the questionnaire, it's a deep dive, favorite music, like I get into it. Then I create a Pinterest board that describes their style. I create what are called fashion formulas. Um, so they could be like a bomber jacket, sneaker kind of gal, or maybe they're a red dress, leopard pumps kind of gal, right? So that's where the visualization is key. So I do start with a deep dive into their personal brand, their mission, their message, but then we use Pinterest as the tool because then it's fun and interactive. And when I share it with them, they're like, I can't believe you were able to like figure this all out just from the questionnaire, right? So then they can see it. And also it's that conversation. Yes, I love this look. No, I don't like that jewelry. And then that sets the vision. Before I look at their wardrobe, before I look at their closet, before I do the shopping, we've set a vision for their style. And it's fun to show them some things that maybe they didn't think of themselves, but it's, it is about that visualization of what's next, right? What's next for them? Are they going to be wearing it to the TEDx talk? Are they wearing it to the promo videos? Like what is that next level and expansion of themselves? So those are the tools I use. And I mean, I do workshops and groups around, you know, vision boarding with my clients as well, but Pinterest has been a big one. And what you do is, it's really just another take. So we talk about visualization in terms of the the life you want. And you talk about it in terms of, okay, dress. It's dressed for the job you want. Stephanie, what tools do you love in terms of visualization? 
Yes, such a great question. And uh, it's interesting, you know, how would an intimacy and relationship mentor fit into this group of visualization, right? It's it's kind of like a, where does that go? And I love, Tanya, how you said um, creative direction. So I would say relationship, I would add relationship creative direction onto that, both relationship with yourself, with others, and uh, specifically with me, I do help with the behind closed doors relationship and how are you being creative in that realm of your life. Um here's the thing is sometimes you don't know what you want. If you don't know what you don't know what you don't know, you need these different tools. Like we're talking about Pinterest and the other creative tools to build that picture together. Um, and so for me, tools that I use with clients is I help them understand their beliefs, their blind beliefs that they've made with themselves and with society and how everything is supposed to be um, that was formed between ages two and six. And then, you know, how they've just become agreeing to those beliefs and so we really get down to the nitty gritty of challenging those beliefs, which are thoughts that we just stopped questioning a long time ago. And that that ability, that power to question their their visualization or their beliefs in their lives with anything, not just in reference to what I hyper focus on. Usually there's other beliefs will come up around finances and and eating and exercising and sleeping and all the different areas of our body, our lives as humans uh, that. I will refer out to the places of visualization that that I don't necessarily focus on. And that that one uh, exercise of just figuring out, like asking, where did that belief come from? Just asking themselves that. And usually what I would call it is a head trash purge, because usually they'll say something and I'd be like, I'm curious, you know, where where is that coming from? What does that belief actually mean for you? And as they start to purge that head trash and they start to purge and paint that picture uh, with their words, they, they realize the things that they think and believe on a daily basis without actually knowing that they're thinking and believing it. Um, and so when they become when they get that level of awareness, then they get to paint their picture as crystal clear as they desire it to be. Again, both their relationship with themselves and what that looks like. Who do they want to be? Where do they want to go? What do they want their life to be like? A client said to me the other day, you know, if I could have a farm, I would just have a farm. And I, and I asked, well, why, why can't you have a farm? Where's, where's the, why wouldn't you be able to start a farm? And she's laughing because one of she's one of her things is struggling with saying what she wants and, and going after what she wants and for fear of upsetting somebody else. It's easier just to sit and do nothing than it is to deal with a potential upset from other people. And so we, the head trash purge, I would say, is my number one uh, tool that usually helps people very quickly get a clear picture around what they don't want. And if you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. This is great. So we have visualization for internal, external, and the life you want, and they all really fit together. And and I I see the inner purge, and then I see Tanya going through someone's closet, right? And and Tanya finding a creative way to put them into piles, right? So I love how everybody fits together. One thing I'm gonna just add is I what do I have? I have got a link I'm going to share which is I created a virtual vision board scavenger hunt. So I've got the link to that in the comments. And it's really just one of the best ways to be creative is to use the alphabet and just to go A through Z. What is something you want? And again, what is something you don't want? 
make sure they're not on the list and to use that as a good starting point. So it's just a fun little, whenever you have the time and are ready to like, okay, I want to play a fun visualization game. So I will put this along with all these other wonderful tips in the show notes, which you can get at thedevmethod.com slash blog. Uh, but what I would love to know right now is what is one visualization that you created for yourself? And, and so how did doing that manifest what you wanted to create? Uh, Stephanie, would you like to start us off? Sure, I will. Uh, my very found, first founding experience with visual, visualization, I will get that word by the end of this recording, um, it is the passion planner. I don't remember who introduced me to it. Oh, I do remember uh, a coach of mine that I worked with. Um, I, I had started in the passion planner in the beginning. It's like, you know, five years, three years, three months, something like that in the, in the beginning. And I had put down buy a home within six months or a year, buy a home within a year. Never, ever did I really believe I was going to buy a home within a year. And in the middle of the book, it has you do another mind map and checking in. What did you set up to achieve? You know, where are you in the mid this mid year? And I'm checking in and I'm going back and I'm highlighting like half the things that I had put on there. Um, and t- interestingly enough, one of the things was uh, business where I was focusing my energy. Uh, in when, I think I did this mind map in like December of 2019. And then January of 2020 is when I started my, my own practice. And <laughs> it, it, my business goals, I was like pushing myself to do something that was not in alignment with where I wanted to be. So I was achieving everything else in my life except for what I had set out to achieve as a, a business person. I don't do sales. It was, it was mostly revolving around sales as a consultant for a multi-level marketing company. And everything in my life was calling for me to just do the mentoring and the helping and the therapeutic mentoring and not the selling of the product because people were coming back to me saying, I don't know what to do here. I need more help. And, you know, they can only buy so much products for me to, you know, so I got to a point of helping them as a mentor. And so I also had set out to start a podcast at that point, which has been two years long, like just everything I had put in that space where I was creating what I wanted my life to be my really first time where I sat down and was like, this is it. This is what I want. I bought a home within a year of it. So I bought my home. Um, I think I was checking up on this and we bought, uh, we closed on July 30th of 2020. Um, so bought a home within six months of that time where I set myself up for a year and, and had no direction at the time to even work on buying a home. So it was really cool. Wow. That's great story. <laughs> And it really shows the power of your thoughts, which mm-hmm. is something that you teach. So when when we also listen to ourselves, we're much better off than than when we don't, right? Uh, Dahlia, what about you? Do you have a good visualization story? Yeah, I was thinking about this. And um, I think what I have actually is more of a conversation with the my inner gremlins uh, to talk about. I was trying to develop a group course and had been testing it out with some friends and it had been going along pretty well. And then I think it was the fourth session. I felt like I bombed and I had that whole horrible twisting feeling in the stomach kind of, you know, the world is ending kind of feeling. And, and so I might as well just quit right now. 
So I sat down in my rocking chair because I find that soothing and I grabbed my crochet. So I'd have something to do with my hands while I was letting my brain churn. And I, so I sat down and I asked my, the, all these voices in my head, like, so what's going on? And all the, my, my gremlins were like, oh my gosh, you asked all the wrong questions. And I was like, you're right. I did. What should I have asked? Well, you should have asked this and you should have asked this. And I'm like, great, let me take some notes. <laughs> You know, like I had the information inside of me, but I wasn't getting to it. So with all these gremlin voices that were actually there to protect me were making me feel terrible, but they had the answers for me. And I just had to sit there and listen to them. So they gave me all these great in uh, questions to ask. I wrote them all down. They gave me some other ideas of ways to make the session better. And I said, isn't it a good thing I was just testing this subject out and it wasn't prime time? My gremlins are like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, thank you so much for keeping me safe and making this so much better. And my gremlins are like, great, you're welcome. See you later. And they like, and that was it. So it was just being able to have some space for the uncomfortable feelings and to let yourself go through that. Find out what it is that you're actually trying to protect yourself from and figure out that you can survive whatever it is, especially if it's just a big feeling and it's not actually the end of the world. Um, that helps open up all kinds of possibilities for, for what you can do next. That's great. So are you and your gremlins now BFFs? Kind of. I call my gremlin Corella DeVille. Um, I like naming my major gremlin voice because it makes it easier for me to be able to say, that's not my guidance voice. That's Corella DeVille talking. And she has some good information for me, but right now she doesn't need to be in the driver's seat. <laughs> And, that, and nice. that's helpful. Nice. It sounds like very creative, of course, but a very a helpful way to keep you on course. I love that you can differentiate. That's fantastic. So, Tanya, what is, I'm sure you have more than one, but what is your favorite uh, visualization manifestation story? I know you're making me pick one. Okay, two. I'm going to pick two, two, but I promise I will keep them very brief. One is professional and one is personal. Professional, as I was growing my business, it was it's always, oh, who do I want to serve and who do I want to style next? And one year I was like, you know what? I want to change the look of leadership one woman at a time. So I started to put female political figures on my vision board. And what that manifested into was being invited to Cynthia Nixon's uh, campaign party. I actually met her, gave me my card, gave her my card. She was running for mayor of New York City and gave her my card, the assistant. It didn't come to fruition, but it was just interesting that I placed that on my vision board and made that intention. And without even knowing it, a friend was like, oh, do you want to go to Cynthia Nixon's campaign party? What I did do is another woman in my network introduced me to a woman that she was coaching who was running for political office. So I styled that woman for her uh, campaign, all, all the TV interviews, all the public appearances, her new headshots for her, right? When you get those campaign postcards in the mail. So that was one very specific. I was like, so I think for anyone listening here, thinking of that next, you know, who, who is that superstar client or who is that client avatar or, you know, I say superstar because to me, 
the women I style are, are superstars, whether they're an opera singer or a fitness expert or running for political office. So that was one visualization that I was like, ooh, that was powerful, right? All of a sudden, those were the women I was meeting. Also got introduced to a, a nonprofit called Dare to Run that helps uh, has a cohort that helps women prepare to run for political office. And I volunteer as their style strategist. The other one I want to share is personal because this is also a tip for everyone listening. You can do this with style and fashion. When I was in my 20s, I loved fashion, but I was at my first fashion job. I wasn't making a lot of money. And there were a pair of Balenciaga shoes that I saw on the runway. And I was like, oh, my God, tore them out of the magazine, put them on my wall. Now, these shoes must have been $2,000 or $3,000 at retail. Assistant fashion designer salary, it was not happening but I tore that shoe out and I put it on my wall. I would say about three months later, we used to have Barney's New York. What Barney's was, uh, there was a Barney's uh, warehouse, Barney's warehouse sale open. What I didn't know is what doesn't sell goes to Lomans. Does everyone, anyone remember Lomans? If anyone from New York City is listening, I'm walking the aisles of Lomans, shoe, shoe aisle, size 10, da, da, da. And there were the Balenciaga shoes. I kid you not, in my size, on sale for, I think it was $2.99. Like it was $300. And I was still like, oh my God, can I really spend $300 on a pair of shoes? But I do this with my clients. I do this. So if there's something that like you're desiring, put it on the wall and wait. But to your point, Stephanie, right? The like house that came to you, it's a very powerful method, but it's not like, Oh, I went out and spent $3,000. I waited, waited, waited. So sometimes you don't know when it's going to manifest, but put the visualization out there because again, what you pay attention to grows. So those are my like personal and professional experiences with the visualization and then it coming into my life. <laughs> those are wonderful stories. And I think you bring, it's such a good point. The timing isn't your time. I mean, we have no control over timing, but when we know what we want and we're working toward it, and so this is why we do visualization first and the next week we're talking mission and motto, you know, you have to see it and then you can dial it back into the way it you represent yourself, the way that you look to the world, you know, what motto is behind everything you do, but you need to see that big picture first. At big picture, literally, figuratively, in your in your head, <laughs> whatever works for you, however you best visualize, which really leads to my next question, which is, I don't think there's an answer to how do you best visualize? I think there are different ways of doing so. And I think one technique you know, going through the magazines, going through the Pinterest boards. But what are some tips? Uh, what tips do you all have for those who are having trouble? Because not everybody is great at visualizing. Um, do you want to start us out, Tanya? So briefly, um, so what's interesting for me is because I'm so visual, uh, I do tend to look at these visual cues, but I've actually... Uh, relied on some great coaches over the years who will actually start with that baseline of like, what are your beliefs? What are your values? What, right? Because I could create a new 
fantasy world for myself every month. Like, I want to go to LA. I want to go to Paris. I want to go to Tokyo. And my coach will be like, honey, that's not all going to like happen at once or the same time, right? So I actually have relied on the guidance of coaches to anchor into, um, to your point, Deb, like your book, like anchor into the goal, anchor into the value, anchor into the belief, like, because honestly, I could just create a new vision board and a new world and a new (laughs) dream goal every month. But there's something to be said about setting the goals, setting standards, uh, setting boundaries, knowing what your beliefs and values are. And also, I think what's key, what I've learned from my great coaches over the years is it's okay if it evolves. If you had something on that visualization and it didn't come to fruition, maybe we put that on next year, right? Because it's like, I want the book. I want the TV show. I want to travel the world. And it's like, (laughs) my coaches are- Have you been looking at my vision board? Yeah. (laughs) Right? So it, it is. So I think at a baseline, it's a lot of times it's finding, you know, a, like a great book like you've written, Deb, or working with a coach like um, Talia to or Stephanie to kind of just set the baseline for what are those goals? What are those values? What are the, and the, now let's visualize it because visualization is very powerful. To Stephanie's point, if you put something on there that you don't necessarily want, it's almost like that careful what you wish for, right? So if you see it and focus it. So I would say, you know, reading a great book like yours or starting with a coach. I know me working with coaches has helped to ground and anchor me in the goals and values first before I like <laughs> splash the, you know, the the visual world. Really good points. And I, I appreciate the shout out to my baby here. Um, <laughs> I should also mention, I've got a lot of uh, events throughout December. And I put the link in the comments. But if you go to, yes, if you go to debsember.com, uh, it will come up my coaching and my upcoming events. Um, and But if you are listening to this and you need a little extra push or whether it's a mini workshop, I've got a couple hour long sessions through this month to get everybody on the right track. Uh, please take a look or reach out to me and I'm, I'm happy to give you more information Books are important. Coaches are important. Um, and the visual being careful what you wish for, also important. Um, so, Stephanie, what what do you what else do you have to say to those people who are having trouble getting their head around visualization and moving forward? Yeah. So two things. Know yourself. And if you are just starting your awareness journey of who you are and who you're meant to be. Uh, when I first started with the Passion Planner, I had no idea who I, I I was on this journey that was pretty defined, but I was almost like fighting that definition. <laughs> uh, I just like did not want to accept what the universe was trying to share with me at that time in my life. Um, and so part of my learning process. Uh, so know your learning style is what I would add to your question. Um, Tanya, you're a, a kinesthetic learner. And the only reason why I know that is because as am I, I'm a very visual learner. I can't read a book. Um, I have to listen to the book, right? I, I need to be able to hear it and feel it and experience it. I need I need concrete expression of this is what you need to do. And this is how you you know need to do it. So I can see the things in my head. Whereas when I read a word, that word, I, I'm like, there's so many ways to see that word. So my head just goes off in 
la la land because I'm seeing so many different images that where the story is trying to take me, I'm like, I don't know if it belongs down there because here's all these other doors. So I need to make sure that I'm keeping myself organized in a way that is is going to suit me and my wants and my desires. Like I referenced earlier, uh, where I was trying to force myself business wise, I really wanted to go there. I craved going there. I craved being the leader and having this huge team and really helping these women empower them to love on themselves in any version of this in any way they desired. And it just that approach was not for me. I have that same mission, that same drive, but the way I'm approaching it is so much more conducive to how I am able to express myself freely, confidently, comfortably, and living my life, again, by my design and not by anyone else's design, not doing what everyone else is saying I have to do, which is where I was trying to trying to pigeonhole myself. Now my business just, I take three days off a week because I figured out how am I a learner? How am I, how do I want to spend my time, both with my family, with my business, with my avid hiking? Uh, so really figuring out what your learning style is so that you can then expand in all of the areas of your life uh, when it comes to visualization. It's so important. And I I cannot agree more because when you try to to fit fit your shoe and your foot in the wrong size shoe, you're just going to end up limping. Mm. Better to know what you like and what looks good on you and what is good for you. So really good point. Thank you, Stephanie. And real quickly, if you're limping, stop and take a peek at that limp. (laughs) And find out why. Yeah. And Dahlia, you have been so patient. Well, there's been so much good information coming coming through. I've try, been trying to figure out what I can add that would be unique because you've already uh, brought out so much. And I think what's coming to me is paying attention to what lights you up. That we all, a lot of us have a story about what we should like or should do or should strive for or sh- how we should do a thing. Um, but it might not be what lights you up. Um, you know, I... I was 250 pounds when I was in high school and I had plenty of messages of I should lose weight and I wanted to lose weight. I thought I wanted to lose weight, but nobody, I never, there's so many other issues around that, that nobody ever talked about. And it was always, you lose weight, you're good. You stay fat, you're bad. You know, it was very, but so you end up with this sort of, this is how the only way to go forward and, and be good. But that's not true. It's not how the world is. And once I let go of that, there's something wrong with me and I should be different than I am and started saying, this is who I am. What lights me up? Oh, I like to go walking in the mornings. Oh, I like to dance. And suddenly I was moving more and I was dropping the weight. And oh, when I overeat, it makes me feel sick. And sometimes that's okay. And sometimes it isn't. And I want to, so I started having a little more discernment about what it was I needed when I was turning to food. Was it Comfort, could I get comfort elsewhere? Was it important to get it from the chocolate? If it was, no judgment. <laughs> Sometimes it was, you know, it would be something else. Um, so pay, starting to pay attention to what actually lit me up, actually what actually fed me, what actually mattered to me and not the stories of how it should look, how I should, you know, what I should be. Um, you know, there's there's so many different ways to to get to where you want to go and finding the ways that speak to you and that feel easier 
and more aligned with you is going to make the whole journey so much more fun. It's so true. And first of all, good for you for figuring that out and choosing yourself. Where are my gold stars? Uh, but it, it's that's what the whole question, and this is why I do what I do. I believe everybody deserves to be happy in some, if not all of your life. And it really, it starts with you. What do you love? What do you have to offer the world to make it better? And in what ways can you bring your passions to other people, which you three obviously also do. And I, I love this conversations because when I put people together, I don't know what's going to happen. And I really am enjoying the different aspects of visualization and not even necessarily, I mean, I can't predict these conversations, but when I think visualization, I think in the more <laughs> direct definition, and I love the different aspects of it you all are bringing out. So thank you for that. And at this point, and, and Talia, I will let you go first this time. So not so <laughs> now they have to think. Ah. Um, I would love it if you would all gift a goal to those who are, whether you're watching this on Gold Chat Live or you're listening to this on the Dev Show podcast, what is one thing that our audience members can do when they're done consuming this content uh, to better visualize or to bring better visual? I'm not even going to help. Under the topic, under the banner of visualization, what is one thing someone paying attention can do to move forward for themselves, for their journey? to make this next month, next year, the best one yet. So Dahlia, what goal would you like to gift our viewers? I find that a lot of my best thinking and coming up with new ideas and dreaming up what is possible is done when I'm outside walking. And when I'm not listening to a podcast, and I mean, yes, it's a very good, efficient use of time to listen to a podcast while you're walking. But there's also something to be said for um, just having that space to just let your mind wander. I think that as a society, we don't value that wool gathering and mind wandering time. And I find that it's very rich and can help you dream up all kinds of things. So I am wishing for you to find time, whether it's on a walk or in a bath or on a hike or whatever, wherever it works for you, wherever you're, you do your best wool gathering. Maybe it's lying in bed after when you're supposed to be getting up. And it, <laughs> sometimes it, that, that could be very fertile time too. Um, but just to give yourself that time to, to dream and wander through your mind and see what comes out. There's a lot of richness there. I love that you said that. When we were doing this on the Gold Chat Twitter chat last night, I was I tweeted, this is why I love cooking, because you can't be connected while you're while you're preparing food. And really there is so much value. And everybody, I'll use the word meditates. Everybody meditates differently. It may be while walking, it may be in the shower. Usually isn't that where most people get their best ideas. So this is really fantastic goal and a really good point. Thank you for bringing that up. And Stephanie, what goal do you want to gift? Yes. So the first place to start is getting rid of that head trash. Throw it out, 
find a way to get it out. Uh, the easiest place would be go to safetyinfreedom.com and under free resources, you can have access to a very easy head trash purge. If that is too many steps for you, then just get out a pen and paper and let it all out. And then once you're done, set up yourself for success by creating as long of a story as you desire, as colorful as you desire it to be. Money, time, uh, is none of it is a problem. You're not going to irritate anyone by by going after what you want. You have the, wave your magic wand and paint that picture as colorful and all the shapes and sizes you crave to have and take as long as you want to, to make that picture happen. So just get out a pen and paper now and do it or go to safetyinfreedom.com under free resources and you'll have access to that. I was going to ask you in a minute where people can find you. So now you know. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. Safetyandfreedom.com yeah. is where you can best the connect website. with Stephanie yeah. as well. Um, that's great. So throw out your head trash and replace it with a picture in words of what you want. Yes. And just a big piece to remember is that none of the potential uh, interruptions or things you might think are going to hold you back from getting the the goal or having the exact story that you crave it to be. Put all those on the shelf, the mental shelf, the real mental shelf for now, and just let yourself experience what it is that you crave to experience in your life. And it, it the next steps will, will come to fruition, uh, whether it's with a helper or uh, like putting a picture on a wall, got you your shoes. <laughs> Excellent. I love that. And so Tanya, what is your goal to gift? I think I'm going to pose it this way is I dare you. Like for everyone that's working on their goals, their visualizations, like I dare you. I dare you to dream just a little bigger. I dare you to put that that thing that scares you a little bit, right? On that visualization board, whether it's like writing that book, delivering a TED talk, um, just dare yourself a little bit when now that we're at year end, when we're going into the new year, like reflect back on like, all right, maybe I didn't reach every goal this year, but reflect back and acknowledge what you did. And then going into the new year, dare yourself a little bit quickly. I had a client, she put a giant blue sapphire ring on her vision board. What's that all about? She said, there's a ring in the family that her mother owned but she wasn't going to ask her father for it until after she accomplished a certain revenue goal in her business. Cause she wanted, you know, her father's like appraisal uh, and being proud within a week of doing the vision board. She went home to visit her father and she mentioned this ring. And she's like, you know what, when I reach this certain revenue goal, I would love it if this could be kind of a token uh, of that accomplishment. I know it's mom's, you know, cause her mom had passed and the father was holding on to it. I know it's mom's, but for me, that would be a symbol of like, I've made it, I've accomplished this thing. And he just went, honey, I'm going to give you the ring this weekend. Like it was so, she literally called me from the car. She was driving back and she was like, Tanya, I just have to tell you the, the giant sapphire ring I put on my vision board. So it was she was daring herself to like create this bigger revenue goal for herself, but she also put this kind of, I'm not worth it, or I'm not worth that value right now. I will wait until I am. And there was basically her father's approval being like, honey, you're worth that right now, right? So it's just about like daring yourself a little bit to put that 
visualization, that goal that's just maybe a little bigger than you imagined, because you'll be really surprised what, what's possible. And that is the point. Anything is possible. We have control over what we create. We have control over the trash in our minds and taking out the trash. We have control over the way that we view our lives and the way that we kind of throw ourselves into it. And we have control over what we can imagine as possible, which is why visualization is so important, not just at the beginning of the dub new year or the real new year or any, it's important anytime to think about what's possible and move forward. So these are all such wonderful, wonderful gifts and goals. Um, and I so appreciate your time and your wisdom. Uh, so Tahania, where can people find you? Yeah, so we can connect through uh, my website, sterlonstyle.com. Um, for those of you who are setting those goals for the new year and you want to make sure your style and your image and what you're projecting is aligned with those goals, we can hop on a discovery call. And I do also offer a style your brand vision boarding session. And you can also book that through my website. So it's all at Sterl on Style. Fantastic. And so Dahlia, where can people find you? Um, I've got a webpage called subscribepage.com slash Talia. And that's got some basic information about what I offer. And if you sign up, I have a free freebie there. You can get some creativity games to play and a checklist also that you can download talking about how to get rid of those gremlins and move into that confidence. Nice. Thank you so much. And you already said, but Stephanie, I will let you tell people again, where can they find you? Yes, my website, safetyandfreedom.com or Instagram and YouTube at the Intimacy Truths Podcast. If you're a parent or a couple struggling to communicate with your child or your partner and you're looking to have that deep, safe, intimate connections, I'd be happy to set up a time uh, to see if this would be a good fit to help you figure that out. Well, thank you so much. And I am at The Deb Method everywhere. And you can go to thedebmethod.com slash blog for the recap of these and all of my previous episodes and also for access to The Deb Show podcast is thedebshow.com redirects you as well. This has been such a wonderful conversation. I thank you all so much for ringing in the Deb year with this wonderful conversation on visualization. I would love to just get one final tip from each of you. So Stephanie, do you have a final thought that you want to leave uh, our audience with? Yes. Uh, safety in freedom. We help you find the safety in the freedom you create. Uh, so when you're looking to create your life by your design and not by anybody else's, not by default of what you were taught as a kid or whatever it might be, then uh, going after that safety and creating that safety in that freedom, the freedom to just be who you are, it is so juicy and you deserve it. I, I love that you said you deserve it because that that's the point. This is why I do these shows. I believe we all deserve this wonderful, rich life. So I love that you said that. And I thank you so much for joining the conversation. Uh, so Dahlia, what is your final thought? My final thought is that you are perfect just the way you are. You don't have to change at all to be worthy of love and all good things. And 
whatever it is that you are craving, you that lights you up, that you want to follow, follow it. Because that is who you are and that is where you shine. And the world needs it needs us all to show up and shine. The world does need us to show up and shine. Really good point. And Hanya, why don't you, you finish us off with a final tip? Yeah, I love that. I love what Stephanie and Talia shared. And I really appreciate what you said, Talia, about just, you know, accepting and being where you're at. And that is huge, valuable. And, you know, we're all such valuable people where we're at now. And I think that's where I've learned. I'm such a personal development, like junkie. And I think we need to change the languaging around it. We have more, better, right? It's always more and better. And to me, it's about just be a more fully expressed version of yourself, giving yourself permission year after year to just be like, yeah, these are my flaws. These are my, you know, what motivate, these are my quirks. Yeah. I love, you know, dancing by myself in high heels at night, or yes, I love walks out in nature or whatever those quirks are. And so I think it's kind of taking pressure off of ourselves of like, better because that connotates like well where are we at now it's just let's just be more us like I want to go into the new year where it's just like new you more you whatever that means to you right um just living your life even more fully expressed well I think that's like an extra bonus goal for everybody be more you because if you even amp yourself up a little bit show more of yourself to the world imagine what you can do, create, manifest, bring about, etc. cetera. Uh, I want to do a really quick shout out to Eugene Barles, who wrote very nice session, interesting insights. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. I, I've seen your comments throughout and we appreciate having you in and engage through the entire conversation. Uh, again, Hanya, Talia, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about visualization in just such a genuine and unique way. And I really appreciate all of your insights and your different sides to this conversation. Uh, again, uh, I'm Deborah Eckerling. I am author of your goal guide, which you can find on Amazon or at your favorite place to buy books. And if we're not already connected, reach out to me at the Dev Method everywhere. And in the meantime, stay tuned for more inspiration and motivation as we kick off 2022. I wish you all only good things in 2022. And remember, the life you want, it's in your control. So just go on out there and go for it. Thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out thedevmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.